0: Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast. My name is Esteban Bailey and joining me today is Gabriel Coelho. How are you doing, Gabriel?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks, man. All
0: right. So today we're going to be previewing Newcastle as part of the Top Flight Podcast preview series for the upcoming EPL season. Now, last season, Newcastle finished in 10th place, which was you know, kind of surprising considering that they had just been promoted from the championship. Uh, they had a slow start. They didn't make a lot of summer purchases last year. And, you know, they had a run of form where they lost, uh, or they didn't really gain that many points over an 18-game stretch between, uh, I believe, October to December. However, in January, they made some really smart purchases slash loan acquirements, uh, such as Kennedy from Chelsea uh, and Martin Dubravka from, uh, being, I think, Sporting Bruges, uh, along with Islam Salmani. And, you know, those signings were able to catapult Newcastle into the top half of the Premier League, including getting big victories over Manchester United, Arsenal, and Chelsea. This is an interesting team. Rafa Benitez is the coach. He came in a couple seasons ago, and he's done wonders with this club, who are clearly working with a smaller budget than the majority of the English Premier League teams. So, I think this is a this is going to be a fun season for them. Uh, They've had some interesting transfers. They brought in Dubravka on a permanent transfer. Ki Sung Yung from Swansea just came in on a free transfer. Kennedy has rejoined the club on loan. Fabian Schär from Deportivo. Yoshinori Muto, uh, who's a Japanese striker who played at the World Cup. Uh, They came in, there's even reports that Solomon Rondon from West Brom might be joining the club. You know, it's an interesting kind of start for the summer for them. What do you think about this Newcastle squad?
1: I think the squad is decent, uh, and the fact that they survived the last season shows this. Um, But as you said before, they they don't have a lot of financial backing from Michael Ashley. But still, they made some very smart signings. I think he, Su Young, on a free transfer is a very smart signing. I think together with John Joachim, within the midfield, they can be a, a good partnership as they were in Swansea. I think Dubravka played very good when, when he joined Alonso last season and, and buying him back for £4 million, which is a, it's not a big fee. Um, it's a very good transfer. Uh, Fabian Schar joining. Um, to replace Mbemba, who went to Porto just for, uh, Fabian Schär joined, for £3 million. And when he was back at Basel, he was he was regarded as one of the best young defenders in Europe, and at uh, High he didn't live up to that potential, but he had some some promising moments. And I think at Newcastle, under a coach like Rafa Benitez, he could really flourish. Uh, and Muto as well, he was linked with Chelsea, uh, uh before he joined mines so he, and he had a decent world cup so he shows that he's a he's a, a decent decent attacker and he could he could be a, a very, very important player on this newcastle squad but the players that were already there are, are very good especially shelby which is a midfield i think it's a very underrated midfielder they have murphy as well which is a which is a young young player Young player who has a lot of potential, and and getting Kennedy back, I think when he played for Chelsea under good season that's the that horrible season they had. I think Kennedy was one of the one of the only bright, bright bright spots for Chelsea on that season. And when he's given a run run of games, he, show, he can do, uh, he can he can have good games. He he can show the potential he has. So I think regarding transfers and the squad they already have, I think Newcastle were good, especially. As you, should, as you said before, Rondon is, is very close from joining I think that will be a big boost for them, so I think their, their squad is, is good to stay in the Premier League and be on the mid-table spot
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that, it seems that this Newcastle squad, especially under Benitez, has kind of improved every single season, obviously when he first came in they were relegated, he surprisingly kept the job, uh, and was able to maneuver them into you know the top of the championship, where they won the championship title, and um, and last season was basically a miracle job. They didn't really have a lot of players. John Joe Shelby had a renaissance. Jamel LaSalle's at the back was really good. There was even talks that he might even get a call up to the England World Cup squad. Uh, he's a pretty he's a pretty special player, kind of a rock in the back and really good with his head. Um, but you know we have we got to talk a little bit about this Newcastle squad struggles for goals. That that that's that's been clear ever since you know, ever, like for a long time. Basically since you know Andy Carroll left. Um, but. It's weird because their leading goal scorer last year was A.O.S. Perez. He had eight goals. Islam Salmani, who's not returning or is likely not to return to, uh, to the Toon Army, he didn't really score that many goals when he was there. Um, you have Joe Salou, who was kind of a flop at Stoke City, and Stoke isn't even in the Premier League anymore. Rondon was a good player for West Brom for years, but he very rarely cracked you know, double-digit goal totals. Um, are you at all worried about their lack of firepower uh, at all?
1: I, th- I think, uh, considering the, the budget they have, I think they, they could not do much regarding the goal-scoring situation. But when Jose Lu came last season, he scored a few important goals. I think Kayozzi um is a, he's very skillful, and he has the talent to create opportunities and to score. Them. And I think Rondon coming in um, is a very, very good sign, because in a team like West Brom, who plays counter-attacking football, the long ball. Uh, I think that he, he's strong in the air, he's strong with his body. But that doesn't help the striker a lot when he doesn't get the delivery he needs. I think with midfielders like Shelby behind him, he can he can have a better goal-scoring t- tally. So, if it, and especially in a city like Rafa Benitez to playing and keeping possession. It's a little more defensive, but and still keep a lot of possession and try to find the spaces. So I think with Fernandum coming in, he, he, can, he can solve this problem Newcastle have problem.
0: Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about uh, John Joe Shelby. Now, John Joe Shelby, as I mentioned prior, and we've been talking about in this whole podcast, is that he, he had a pretty good season last year. He, his passing from the back was pretty special. I mean, I, I, I immediately think back to his assist on the first Newcastle goal against Arsenal in the, when they played in um, Newcastle last year at St. James Park. Um, He is a pretty special player. He was kind of, I think it was kind of bad that he was not on the England squad. I think he could have helped that team, especially because his range of passing is so special. But we've seen this from John Joe before. Sometimes he'll have great seasons or great games. And, you know, everybody starts to think, oh, man, he's really like one of the better midfielders in the Premier League. We saw that at Swansea and we've seen it in Newcastle, but is there any chance that maybe he has a fall-off year? You know, I know he's been looking at He's been talking to a sports psychologist to help him with his anger issues. I mean, let's not forget that last season, in the first game of the season against Tottenham, he got a red card for stomping on, I think, Deli Alley or one of the in T- Tottenham midfielders, um, which, you know, gave him a red card and a three-game ban. So it's, it's, he's a very volatile player, but when he's on his game, he's really one of the better midfielders in the Premier League. What, what do you think, what kind of season can we expect from him?
1: I think under Rafa Benitez, he has been great. I think before he joined Newcastle, his anger issues, as you said, were were worse. I remember in Liverpool, he but for Liverpool he got sent off against Manchester United. So I think uh, when you, when we talk about his anger, I think he's getting a lot better on that. He's getting a little more controlled under his emotion to his emotions. Um, but I think we can expect a solid season from him just as the last. I think, I think he, he should improve because when when, he's on a, when the player is in good form, the, he tends to improve and to get better. So I think that, uh, that, that is what will happen with, with Shelby. Um, Newcastle's Newcastle squad is, a, is, is better this season, so I think that can help Shelby and the other players that were in the squad already.
0: Yeah, on that note, um, you think that the squad is better. I think it's also better. I mean, it's more or less the same team with some minor additions such as Ki Sung-Yung and uh, Fabian Schar and Muto um, and maybe even Rondon. But, you know, they lost Jack Colback who wasn't really you know important to that team. Mitrovic is likely to go to Fulham for about 22 million pounds. Uh, which is, you know, that's a pretty big capture from Fulham. He didn't really get it on at Newcastle, uh, which is, you know, kind of a shame because he is a talented striker. Uh, Mikel Marino, who was supposed to be the big signing that uh, would elevate Newcastle, was a flop, and they sent him to Spain where he's going to play for Real Sociedad. I think it was for about £10 million. Um, yeah, I think the squad is improved, though, even without, with those, you know, subtractions. Let's talk a little bit about our expectations for the squad. Do you think that... Newcastle could potentially challenge for a Europa play, you know, Europa League place, or, God forbid, even a champion. Like, do you think there's any chance that they could get a European spot in the table this season?
1: Of course, there's always a chance in football, but it would be very hard. If uh, I think the the factor they can decide is is the coach. Rafa Benitez knows how to be successful and he knows how, how to set up his his teams to the according to their limitations. Um, but. He, so, Rafa Benitez is one of the better coaches in the Premier League, so I think that can have a big impact. I think maybe Everton, who has a better team, but uh, can struggle under under Marco Silva because Marco Silva is not a, a better manager than Rafa Benitez. So I think Rafa Benitez can be can really be a deciding factor. Um, but when you look at the squad, maybe there there is a, a couple of teams like eight or nine teams that are better than newcastle but they showed last season that they can they can play according to their limitations and still be very good they think you still can get results against bigger teams they can win against the teams they're supposed to beat as well which is really very important so i I think they can dream about an european place um i wouldn't be so optimistic about it because as i said before there's better teams but they they always have a chance now, uh, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I wouldn't put them as a Europa League uh, type team. I don't think. Me they're, yeah, I don't think they're good enough. But I think they're a fun team, and I think they're going to stay up. So let's let's look at what kind of place do you think they're going to finish the season at? Like what what rank? Because I think Newcastle, I think their highest potential is maybe like eighth or ninth, um, and the lowest that they could probably finish is around fifteenth, fourteenth. Because I think this team is too talented, and I think Rafael Benitez is too good of a coach to allow this team to even be in a relegation struggle for the majority of the year, let alone by the end of the season. So what kind of places do you think they can get to? What's their highest kind of uh, ranking that they could get, and what's their lowest?
1: I think between 9th and 12th, I think. mid table is which is very fair to them. I don't think they'll be too down like on 16th or 15th. I think would be the 9th to 12th will be the place of the table that will stay for the majority of the season.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, well, you know, they should be an entertaining team. I, I can't wait to watch Newcastle. It should be a fun start to the season with them. Hopefully they don't get into a too poor run of form, and maybe Mike Ashley can actually uh, spend some money on the squad. But on that note, that's the uh, end of the podcast. Continue, keep listening to us. We're going to be previewing all the other Premier League teams before the season starts, and uh, it's going to be fun. So see you later, guys.